Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Speedrunning Survivor. My name is Andrew, and I just want to get it over with and get some hot dog in my mouth. My name is Monty, and oh my god, there's bread up there. And it is time for you to bring us your torch. We are discussing episodes, oh god, five, six, and seven this week. And oh, a lot happened. So much happened. A lot happened. So, so much clownery, <laughs> um, foolery, buffoonery, shenanigans. <laughs> I mean, the episode five starts off with Dragon Slayer Chi. And like it that does. just kind of sums bad. up, like, that just, that says it all right there. <laughs> Which is so cute because i i can't believe that all of the villains well except for russell except for russell were like like someone had to say it was either coach being like hey does everyone want to come down and do some um dragon slayer cheat or someone was like come on let's just he wants us to do dragon slayer <laughs> cheat let's just I let's bet it, it was for- it was Courtney. Like, let's be it real. Courtney. It was just, Courtney. Let's do it. Let's just <laughs> let's just let's do, do the it. Dragon Slayer tea. Yeah, it was uh. probably that. <laughs> and then Coach just like ran with it, and then Courtney mocked him in a confessional that we never saw. Yeah, and he there was a part of it where he was singing, and I <laughs> thought that that was the edit. Like, I thought that that was one of their like sound bites of a man singing. <laughs> But then it was coach singing. I mean, just use it in future seasons. Just use it in future seasons. So the villains are bonding, allegedly. (laughs) Except Russell. Um, Russell is, at this point, blatantly looking for the idol. Um, There's a shot of just everyone in the circle, and Russell just, like, 10 feet away, just, like, in the bushes. Russell in the dam... Bushes. He's a stupid ass. He's a stupid ass. (laughs) As said by Sandra, our resident spyer. Mm -hmm. She's still spying. She is still spying. Sandra is quiet on her feet because he never heard a peep. Mm -mm. He never will. And he never will. (laughs) Um, But Russell does actually find the idol this time. He's been looking... Looking for a little bit. I'm looking for a couple days now. That's like what he goes out and does now, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, everyone's doing their thing around camp, I guess. And Russell goes out and digs in his hole daily off on the beach, a la John Locke from Lost season two. My gosh. And it's... um. Yeah, that was a really that was a reference for the uh, <laughs> for the losties out there, um, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? But then he so he ends up finding it, and it's funny because you he has like this entire trench around this tree dug out, and then it kind of just falls out of a dirt wall. So Russell, the person who's probably the most dangerous person to have that idol on the villain's beach, 
has the idol. idol. Love that. What does that mean for everyone on that beach? Be very, very, very scared. Chaos. (laughs) Chaos. Chaos, confusion, madness, drama. Chaos control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of chaos, we get to that stupid little basketball challenge. Oh my god. Right next. Is this technically is this exactly the same as Smirgan Brawl from Samoa? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it's the exact same challenge. This, so for anyone who doesn't know, this challenge <laughs> is an infamously discontinued challenge. <laughs> is this the last time it's, they did it? It was used twice. Yeah, it was used these yeah. two times. I think back, in back Samoa, they were like, this is bad. And then after this, they were like, oh, this is bad. And also like I don't have, I'm going to set women's rights back um, <laughs> for, for Johnny Fairplay. Johnny Fairplay is out there somewhere like, yes, set women's Um, Don't have the men and women of various, very different body types go up against each other in a tackle, in a bodying challenge. I think there's two things very easy that you could do to fix the challenge. You could put it in the water, first of all. Like, I don't, I don't get why it's just not in the water. Yep. And two, you make the men and the women just be on yes. the same teams. No, like men they up, never... women down, women up, men down. They just like, didn't care this season. They did not care all this season. The whole, we're reusing challenges from past seasons. Okay, half of these are from Samoa, and they didn't work. Yeah. For the third Easy. time, you hear like Russell ran this challenge and some bestie. Just say you picked up all of the prop. <laughs> you flew the props from Samoa out. No, they they're in the Samoa same still. spot. They just it's painted the same. They're <laughs> in the Samoa. same location. It's the same location. Russell's like, I remember that branch. <laughs> I remember that rack. That rock I sat on. He's like, there's a root in the left corner. Go push him. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. And last season, there was a guy who was disqualified from the challenge because he was like, I'm going to like clothesline all of the women in this challenge. <laughs> he just like homophobe Ben. Yeah. Homophobe racist he, Ben. He literally kicked someone in the shin. Like I, he was just going around kicking people. He was crazy. With his like big old cowboy boots. God, I... Psychotic. And he had to be disqualified from the challenge. I mean, this challenge was so... And you get Rupert <laughs> after the point is called oh. taking Jerry and like <laughs> with all of the momentum just throwing her into a pole. I and didn't Jerry, mean to do that! I did not mean to do that! <laughs> yeah, whatever. Screaming. Whatever screaming there is a lot of like challenge animosity between the heroes and the villains this season it's they hate each other they do they hate each other i don't remember what challenge this is but i'm just going to bring it up for brevity's sake there's also another challenge in the water it's the one where they're shooting the ball Uh, yeah yeah into and again involves rupert russell and rupert are just still kind of like shoving each other in the shoulder after Jeff calls the point. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. It's so weird. 
it's, I think it's I think it's forever after the heroes have like that group manic episode <laughs> during when they when when James has his ageist moment <laughs> against Randy. I think after yep. that the villains are just are just like fuck y'all. Yeah. It's, but even before that, I mean, there wasn't a lot of great sportsmanship even in the first challenge. No, that's, I, I mean, the whole thing is, this whole season is even marketed as like them hating each other. So it's like, yeah, you know, production is doing everything. Like they're shit talking them in confessionals with them. Like they're doing yeah. everything they can. It, it's just, it's wild that that even translates into, I would say that, I mean, who at the end of the day, sportsmanship and challenges it, is, almost entirely inconsequential in the grand scheme of this entire series but like mm-hmm. some of the biggest like instances of just consistent disrespect in the challenges just happens this season yep. it's so funny <laughs> but then sometimes they they like hug each other afterwards but they also hate each other and then tyson also kisses jt and then Tyson kisses. It's like I'll go hug my friends, but hey, I hate all of you. But I hate Fuck everyone. But I'll give you a hug. But I hate you. And also, I'm going to try <laughs> to make Jerry lose her teeth. <laughs> Literally, she gets like drowned in that same water challenge later too. Like, yeah, it's specific. Like they hate Jerry. They're trying to kill Jerry, but Jerry scores the winning point. Does she not? No, because the heroes win. Oh, in this challenge, yeah. In, this, in this challenge, yeah. So Jerry takes all of that vindication of Rupert making an attempt on her life and she scores the winning point. Mm-hmm. Go for her. Oh, and James and, gets injured again. And James gets injured. Unluckiest survivor, I think. Truly. Ever. Truly. This, the two idols, the finger. The finger. <sighs> Um, also, okay, before we get into that, before, before the challenge, I want to rewind for just a moment. Yeah. They had like a little tasting of the chocolate because it's a chocolate reward. Oh, what was the hero's issue? See, I think that's where the villains were already angry. Yeah, they refuse. They're like, we don't want to try any of the chocolate. And Jeff was like, why? Like, it's chocolate, like, it's free. That was and then so Colby was like, we're just so focused on it. I was like, what is your issue? All that and Colby sat like all that. And then Colby sat. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Colby, they were like, we're just ready to get to the challenge. And then Colby sits out. I'm sitting out. I was, I was like, like, the what? clown music was like playing. I was very confused. I was I was like, this is so it was self-aggrandizing for no reason. I think they thought they were having a moment, but it came off very <laughs> crazy. And the villains were kind of just looking at them. One of them was like, can we have their chocolate? Yeah, like... Um, what? It was so weird. It was so weird. I was like, Colby, what? And Jeff kind of gets snippy with him. Jeff, Jeff is gets like, mad! He's like, I'll move on when I'm ready, brother. You don't have to tell me. He calls him brother. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Jeff, you... You oh, Jeff's Jeff mad. mad. Jeff's mad. And it's not at Johnny Fairplay. What's the second time I've name dropped Johnny Fairplay? It's what influence does he have over me? You know. Oof. Um, but villains win. I'm kind of happy that they do because the heroes, mm-hmm. the heroes talk shit and find out. Yeah, literally. 
<laughs> they talk shit and they found out. So, yep. um, and uh, Jerry's karma. <laughs> Jerry, literally Jerry's karma. Justice for Jerry. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Jerry. Um, so they win and they eat a lot of sweets, which I don't know if it's- that's the best reward. I Loki was feeling a little queasy just watching like that was a lot of chocolate i would get sick like i would be very sick chocolate and then milk like not even like ice cream or like yeah like milk if there was milk maybe if there was if there were some more like i don't know if there was like a pie or like Mm -hmm. um but it was just straight like confectionery like tooth rot like yeah like brownie from a box chocolate yeah i was like oh my god i was like i would probably only be able to eat so much of that so Mm -hmm. like i was like i guess i this reward looks fun on paper but then i would probably just die but um we do get an important conversation (laughs) a few a few few, actually this is um this is a concept because yeah, there are a few important ones here. Because this, we, this is where yeah. the the villains really start to fall apart. I feel is like right this reward. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got like uh, Rob's group in the minus coach water in the water shit talking Russell and Parvati mostly Parvati mostly Parvati but a little Russell. And then Russell and Parvati are just like plotting away. Danielle, where's Danielle? She's just kind of gone. Tan- Danielle, um, no clipped out of the reward. She's not there anymore. She, <laughs> she, she glitched out of the reward. Something, something didn't render properly. Uh, so Danielle's not there um, because the editors. <laughs> Uh, didn't have enough to render her in. So, but uh, Parvati and Russell are, yeah, they, they like make a toast. Mm-hmm. Russell like almost drinks from the pitcher. He does. I was like, ew. <laughs> he put it down, luckily. But I was like, oh, I was like, that's grimy. I know he's the one that's not brushing his teeth out he's there. nasty. Charcoal. I was like, I know he smells like fungus and booty hole <laughs> ew <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> that, that, was, that was out of pocket <laughs> that was out of pocket that was a little much <laughs> am i wrong you can tell me that i'm wrong <laughs> i can't tell you you're wrong though listen parvati had to cuddle with that uh, she's maybe she had no sense of smell do you think parvati had a deviated septum and that's why she was able to do that parvati had like years early covid just like the whole thing yeah Par- parvati had no sense of smell she was patient zero <laughs> she had no sense of smell they were like parvati how do you do that and she was like i haven't been able to smell since the eighth grade <laughs> also i can't see who are you who are you where am i <laughs> Where am I? I thought I was. I thought I was cuddling with. The, you mean this isn't James? <laughs> James. James on the other team. <laughs> James on the other team. Oh no! And then he like knights coach. Like what that was, was so that? Weird. That oh was my God. so okay. weird. I a 
officially I'm I'm gonna use a I'm gonna use a cringe phrase. Coach, this is officially solidified for me on a rewatch that coach is a beta male. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, because he, he he needs he needs like a quote unquote man in charge <laughs> to like validate him, praise him, and tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, coach, get it together. It's- get it together. And then the one time he does it, everyone just thinks he's like, he leads a, he leads a cult. He leads a cult. And then at the final council, he gets called out for being a beta male again <laughs> and loses. They're like, Literally. no, actually, he was my beta male. I'm just a woman. <laughs> Literally. And they were like, oh, it makes, that sense. makes sense. And then all of his jury votes flipped. Yep. They were like, yeah, something didn't seem right about that. Uh, watch South Pacific. Watch South Pacific. It's. I after after this year, I'm genuinely gonna rewatch South Pacific because I need to. It's disgustingly. It's <laughs> disgustingly like car wreck. It's oh, so much to say, so much to say. That was it's my first season ever. It's one of the seasons with the most content to talk about mm-hmm. in general. It's it's one of the most polarizing seasons. Yes. And I might say it's the most polarizing season. I would say so too. It's one of those infuriating groups of people, but one of the most odd outcomes ever. It's the most interesting, I think, psychological survivor season. Yeah. And it's not to say that the winner is odd. It's to say that that group at the end is odd. Yeah. But something to talk about on another day. Another day, another time. We bring it up so often, but it's It's true. It's so good. Um, okay. Heroes. Yeah, Coach gets knighted and Russell's like, this is fucking weird, but does it anyway. <laughs> um, weird. And also, is this the beginning of Jerry starting to question what she should do or not yet? I don't think quite yet. I think she's pretty... I think she's more team coach. At this point, it seems more like coach is going to flip. Okay. Than Jerry. So, yeah, coach is the one that is playing both sides, is double yeah. dipping. But not and for strategic purposes. It's because coach, coach has needs praise. Issues. He needs praise and thus cannot commit to either Boston Rob or Russell. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Um. But the heroes, heroes, um, really is just all about James. I feel like at yeah, this point, he's hurt. yeah. Amanda's like super emotional. He yeah. stays. He stays in the game this time. Yeah, they think that he's not coming back, but he ends up. He ends up walking up. Amanda does her little jog down. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. <laughs> it, I. Could only think about her running. I can only think about her running. The way she was running, the way the camera was following her. <laughs> she was like almost prancing. <laughs> she was galloping. Like, I like, like don't know what to think about. Like, the word. You just heard. <laughs> yeah, she horse girled it. <laughs> she horse girled it. 
James was like, oh, no, here comes my horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, whoa, girl. <laughs> Would it surprise you, though, if she was a horse girl? No. Like he gives her he gives her a little sugar cube to <laughs> calm down. Um, no, but he's uh, she's back. I think some of the people there, even though we don't get confessional, are probably like smiling and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know that clip of Raja from season three when she's in the back and she's like, oh, <laughs> while she's smiling. Yep. Yep. I feel like that that might be a Candace, that might be a Tom. Oh, definitely. Um actually no, we we literally get a confessional from Tom being like, you know, this wouldn't be the worst thing. Candace says he's dead weight. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> say that. Okay, well, yeah, there are some people who are, who are like why is James here? Mm-hmm. I resigned my statement. Resigned? Yep. Resigned? Who cares? Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Um, so yeah, James is back and they're like, well, welcome back, partner. <laughs> it's <sighs> mixed, mixed reaction. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of glad just because I'd, I wouldn't want him to get medevac twice, but no, I wouldn't want to medevac twice, but in my head, I'd be like, all right, well, if we go to a council, he's out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. Like, it is. It's close. Um, immunity. Are, do you have anything else left to say about the heroes? No, it's really, I mean, the vibe there is... I mean, unfortunately, next to the villains, they're kind of boring right now. They're the really, only really is boring. That Tom is on the bottom. Uh, he might have JT to throw him a bone. Colby is with Tom at the bottom. Candace is, you know, D- being Candace. Being Candace and. Uh, the power is centralized in JT, Amanda, and James. Mm-hmm. Which I do want to point out, I think this is where it sets in every time I watch this, that like, damn, Amanda is in like a good position again and is probably surviving her starting team again and is probably making merge again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... She is very good at Survivor. Very good at the first three quarters. At the first survivor. three quarters, true, very true. Um, maybe two thirds. Uh, I think I think two thirds. I think yeah, that's a I would say very good at the first two thirds of Survivor, and then she kind of gets to that last <laughs> third, and she's like, "Where am I?" Yep. <laughs> Where am I? Um. But yeah. Uh, snaps for Amanda. Good job, Amanda. We'll give her her snaps. She, I mean, she even managed to save James this episode, like fast forwarding. Yep, she does. Like, she's good. She kind of scammed him too. Mm-hmm. That was a scam. I mean, you very clearly vote out the person, the person, yeah. who, you know, has a <laughs> fucked up leg. But. Like, because everyone else was like, we could do either. And then Rupert was like, loyalty. And Amanda was like, no, I need him. Yeah. 
yeah it was weird like the whole coaching montage we'll we'll get into that we'll we'll get into Mm -hmm. that in a minute Mm -hmm. um but we have immunity before we can get into that yeah um this was the one where they were blindfolded in pairs and then james and jerry yelled at them to get puzzle pieces james shouting at all of them (laughs) kind of funny that was really funny Um, his voice by the end was just like gone oh absolutely gone so mm. although this was one of the smoother ones of these challenges that we saw because sometimes these go horribly awry like i always think of cambodia I think of um, Worlds Apart. That one was bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, maybe we shouldn't have things flying overhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when nobody can see. When no one can fucking see. Cambodia for me was just fun because everyone was like rolling the pieces onto <laughs> each other. Like, it's very I'd, clear you should probably be carrying the pieces. I don't Everyone remember the one in Cambodia at all. So I'm excited oh. to rewatch it. Oh my god. It's the one where <laughs> Jeff is like Terry Dietz walking around with no one waiting. Oh, to, yes. Like yes, he's waiting yes, yes. to be called on at the and school like, dance. Yeah, like and waving. then and yeah, like I do Tasha gets like run over with one <laughs> and screams, and then Spencer gets like hit yeah. in the balls. I do remember and that then, one. Um a transphobe gets hit a couple times. <laughs> Snaps for that. Snaps, Snaps for, for that. transphobes <laughs> and turfs getting with <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, it's it's always a good time. Um but yeah, this one goes relatively smooth. It's actually pretty mm-hmm. well in terms of the calling. It's close, and I then the heroes blow their lead again. Yeah, they. It's it was that last puzzle piece that was like way out in the fucking grass. Yeah, and the heroes just could not find it because, and the villains, I think they called like Jerry called them all back and was like, "Here's how you get to it." No, they just and blew the puzzle. They blew the puzzle. No, because the villains got their last piece first as well. Oh, they did? Because okay. it was Coach and, Sa- and Sandra, I think. It was no Rob, no. too, because Rob put in the last piece. Rob put in the last piece, but for getting the last piece. Oh, yeah. Coach and Sandra were getting the last piece. And they passed the heroes like at the grass because the heroes like refused to walk through the grass. Yes. And then they like did it, and then the heroes finally figured it out. And yes. then they had Rob on the puzzle, and they just and they smoothed away the puzzle. Yeah. yeah. So heroes get wasted. <laughs> Absolutely tragic. So James does get put in a place where he is. Um, I mean, James does good as a caller. Mm-hmm. I think as good as you can do. Yeah. He's keeping up with Jerry, and I feel like Jerry's generally a pretty good caller. Yeah, so James at least shows his worth here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's lucky that this was a challenge where 
someone gets to literally sit down in a chair. Yep. Um, I will say that. But yeah, so heroes are going to council. Heroes are going to council, and Amanda gets what she wants. She does. It's really um it really comes down to you know, it's funny because that entire council, the heroes are trying to justify what they're doing to Jeff and they can't. And Jeff just keeps like, Jeff like knows he's like, y'all know what you're doing. Y'all are doing is wild. Right. <laughs> they're like, yeah. Loyalty. And Rupert answers a question in a way that Jeff is like, what the fuck? Because Jeff asks him like so you understand that being loyal as heroes in this hypothetical your loyalty to james is what would be could is potentially probably sending you back here to the next council and rupert is like yeah that's exactly what it sounds like (laughs) and jeff is like but y'all care about winning challenges. And Rupert's like, yep. <laughs> and, it's... and it's like, and Rupert knows it's crazy too. It's literally <laughs> like, it's literally like Man Ray and Patrick, like that, that yeah. whole scene, yes. like that. So are you Patrick Star? Yep. So this is your wallet. Yep. So uh, here's your wallet. That's not my wallet. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. Jeff is trying so hard, and they're just not. They're they're defying all logic, <laughs> and they're just voting out Tom. <laughs> the cognitive dissonance. Because like it's just <laughs> the fact of the matter <laughs> is that this is the fifth vote out if you think you can carry this man to the merge you can (laughs) you can certainly try you're not going to it will be just him at the merge literally like it it's it's so wackadoo logic to me i i mean i guess you keep him one round to take out tom but like Fine. what th- I don't in my head, I don't know what threat Tom is. Without Stephanie, players. especially. Because I don't see a reality where Tom at a merge, because A, flip Tom and James as boots, TBH, but also. I think it's just leftover from Sari, honestly. Yeah. Because she, Tom was like her target. And I think she yeah. just like got it all in these people's heads. Like Tom is fucking dead to all of us. And they're like, okay. It's okay. so weird. The dynamic. So I'd be very pissed if I were Tom. Like I would go on like a, I, I would go on like a strategic tirade. Uh-huh. and it that's why you wouldn't be on the heroes team yeah I wouldn't be <laughs> there but it, it would very much just be like this is like y'all are just defying all survivor logic 
Like y'all look like buffoons. Y'all look like and even when they're leaving, I usually don't like Jeff Probst bias, but even Jeff's parting words are like, well, you left the weakest member on the team. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> and the entire time the heroes are arguing, oh, James isn't as weak as we think he is. How? How? He can't walk. He can't walk. He cannot walk. He can't walk. It's so, it's so bizarro. Like, are you gonna put? Are you going to put James on the puzzle every single time, and tell me that's a good idea? When there are people like Boston Rob and Sandra on the other team. Yeah. No. On puzzles. No. It's. It was. It's. To Illogical. this day, it's such a weird move. The only justification I see is that Amanda, for her own pure selfish reasons, is keeping James. Mm-hmm. And also, they're like, oh, we just need to take out Tom first. Yeah. But it's like, with that, you're taking such a big risk of just losing the next consecutive challenge. I mean... I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm going to be real. Well, we end up finding out it doesn't matter, yeah. unfortunately, because the next one is a double elimination. Mm-hmm. But even still, they have no way of knowing it's a double elimination. So my no. concern would be is, well, we're going to come back here in two or three business days. And I just don't want to be back here. Yeah. I just don't. I don't get it. They don't. He doesn't even seem like he's on the bottom coming back from the vote. Like no. they're all shitting on Candace after that. It's so weird. It's so. It, like, I don't get it. Moving on. Tom Westman goes home. It's sad. I'm sad that Tom Westman goes home. Me too. He's our first winner out. Again. He doesn't come back. I think he definitely would have been in Winners at War if he was in better shape in 2020. Yeah. Um, Because to this day, he is just a very popular winner. Mm -hmm. Um, Both among the fans and the the players. Yeah. Like all the players like him. He's just a solid good person. Mm-hmm. Um unfortunately we're probably not gonna we're probably not gonna see him back, but mm-hmm. Tom Westman put on a good show for us while he was here. He sure did. Go With watch that, Palau. Palau is gone. Palau and Gabon both gone. Rip. 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 So we move on to the next episode. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Candace versus everyone for some reason. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. And then Rob and Russell have a pissing contest over on the villains. Uh, is that the one at night? Yeah. Oh my God. Get a room. 
but they're like i don't know i i hated that i hated all of that it's i hated so weird every single minute of that it was so weird it was so a lot of weird a lot of weird behavior it's like why do you have to it's like two two dogs kind of sizing each other up I just don't understand why that was needed. The egos. I mean, the egos. The egos. I'm not letting Boston Rob go from this either. It's like mm. that was cringe. That was, was next. That was level ten cringe. <laughs> Rob. That was bad. Yeah, I have nothing bad. else to say about that scene. It was just weird annoying men being men mm-hmm. I was like, um so let me go to the challenge and on the way to the challenge james grabs a banana beginning the banana sagas banana etiquette banana etiquette it extends past this episode even like there's just a theme of bananas this season bananas bananas um, but yeah, he grabs a banana, starts all that. Um, Racer, do you like bananas? I like bananas. I like bananas. Do you like plantains? I like like grilled plantains. Mm, I like fried plantains. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fried plantains. A little caramelized. Mm-hmm. 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 That's some good shit. Oh, good. Just had to check. Uh-huh. I might go get some. Do some of that. That's a good move. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big move. That is a big move. Um, but yeah, we get to the reward challenge. And Courtney's giving it to James. <laughs> during the whole challenge. Is this the, the basketball challenge? In the water? Oh my god, is it? <laughs> I think it is. Let me look. Let me look. I'm on the wiki. Hold up. Hold up. I think it is. I'm blanking. Oh no, this is just the we there is no reward challenge. We just go right into the double immunity. Oh yeah, right. It yeah. is. Yes, because they have a lot of they have a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. It's so a this big episode is get yourself through a bunch of rungs and poles and just untangle some stuff it's like a jungle gym of yeah. sorts and untangle yourself in um the heroes go through one heat the villains go through another heat and then the winner of the heroes heat wins immunity for their council the villains win immunity or the one the villain who wins obviously wins immunity for their council and then those two go in a heat to see who wins reward the reward being hot dogs and you get to um sit in on the questioning and deliberation portion of the other team's council but Mm -hmm. I found it weird. So the Boston Rob went, uh, uh, 
Boston Rob and Candace win their heats. Mm-hmm. Boston Rob beats Candace to win them hot dogs. But that means the villains go to the first council. So I thought that was weird. Yeah. I was like, I thought that was weird. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> but, but you know, um, I guess whatever. it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, the challenge is pretty self-explanatory. I was cooking while this challenge ran in the background. I was like, there's nothing to watch. <laughs> I've, mm-hmm. I've seen the season. I know who wins their heats. Um, the, um, the, the two like important things to note i think were jeff like calling out james the entire time yeah and courtney making fun of him it's true and sandra in classic sandra fashion is dead last in the individual challenge oh my god she couldn't do shit i remember looking over at one point and she was like trying to haul herself over (laughs) one of the bars and she just couldn't (laughs) it's so bad the poor thing. Uh, so sad. We love you, Sandra. <laughs> you but, know uh, you can't do individual immunity. We don't need to tell you that. We don't need to tell her that. She knew. But Boston, Rob, and Candace win their heats. Mm-hmm. As I said, Boston, Rob wins um, a bunch of weenies for mm-hmm. his team of weenies. And yeah, it's a double elimination gag. So I wonder, they probably have, they usually have a double elimination council set up in seasons where they don't swap. I think just in case there is a um, an oolonging happening. Yeah. Where, for those who don't know what that means, it's a one team consecutively losing immunity <laughs> challenge after immunity challenge after immunity challenge. A double elimination makes it so that by default, if both teams are going well, the other team is at least losing one member. They and it gives mm-hmm. them the chance to try out their team dynamic, lose a member, and be vulnerable at least once. But mm-hmm. obviously there's not new longing happening here. But I think it's safe to say Heroes probably would have lost this immunity challenge if it was, you know. Oh, I think so. Of course. And nope. um they would have been down five to nine. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so I think this was an absolute blessing for the heroes. The heroes better fucking count their lucky stars that mm. this this is kind of where the double eliminations this is kind of why they're there is to yeah. act as kind of a handicap. <laughs> yes. And I think it came also at a perfect time for the heroes. Yeah. Like any earlier might not have villains might have been a little too organized. A little later, yep. too late. It's good time. Good but time for the perfect, heroes. Because I think it's just like, oh, now's the time to just shave off the James. And I think also Candace winning immunity helped yeah. that. Because I think I genuinely think she would have gone. Amanda would have pulled something and Candace would have been gone. I think and- they would have snipped Candace. 
because Rupert's running around talking about loyalty, trust, and honor, and that's Rupert. But you think after being clown, so do you think they would have doubled down on their clownery even after being embarrassed by probes? Oh yeah. Oh, or I they would have. They would have had a coming. You don't think they would have had a coming to Jesus moment? No. If say I, like a rando like JT or like Amanda won the immunity, they okay because Amanda's gonna do it for selfish reasons. Yeah. James has shown that he wants to be there. Like, doesn't really matter. Rupert, who's gonna tell Rupert that he's wrong and like get away with it? It's those three. Colby's on the bottom. So he doesn't have a whole lot to say about it. Candace is there. Like, she's not going to vote for herself. And then JT, like, what's he going to do at that point? Oh, my God. Clownery. Like, they would have voted out Candace. My God. (laughs) So Candace with a potentially very clutch immunity one. For no reason. They would have voted her out for no reason. I would like to hope that they would have voted out James, but regardless. They did anyways. They did anyways. But um, yeah, so heroes go to the first council, which they make make (laughs) James go in a foot race against JT. Amanda gives him like a whole little coaching session. Yes, she does. Oh my (laughs) God, she tells him about the banana etiquette. The banana etiquette. She's oh like, God. they need to know you can run. And then he gets it in his head that he has to do a, a foot race. So then he does a foot race and loses. Why would you try doing a foot race? Why would you do that? Against GT, I would have been like, hey, Rupert. <laughs> yeah. With your hey, busted toe. Hey, Amanda, can you come throw this? So it looks like I'm going fast? Mm-hmm. I would have been like, Amanda, run really slow and let me win the race. <laughs> and James also finds out about banana etiquette, which is if you go get a banana for yourself, you have to bring back a banana for everyone else. <laughs> wow. Which James doesn't understand. You know what? I kind of I kind of feel that. Mm-hmm. Go get the banana yourself. Yeah. I like to take walks to get things for myself. Mm-hmm. Other people can do that. Come with me. Come with Let's me. Go on a journey. Me. Come with me. We'll go have a little chat. Mm-hmm. Spill all my plans. Spill all of my plans. We can um do a little dance. Do a little uh have a little party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before that, Colby also throws in the towel kind of at this point. Like, I forgot yeah. about that. I... I feel like Colby threw in the towel already, but it hasn't been shown much. Mm-hmm. Because he kind of... You know, I mentioned this in our at the beginning of our first episode I think or in the first half he gets a lot of content the very first episode 
Yeah. And then he kind of just steps down. Mm-hmm. And you kind of start to notice why this episode, it's because Colby is not all mentally there anymore. I think the first, I think a lot of things happen. I think he's not performing well in the challenges. And he's realizing he's not the all-star anymore. And I, I think things aren't going his way. And I think the um, the treatment of Stephanie at that one particular council, I think he just feels demoralized. Mm-hmm. But um, that's not to say, you know, give up as kind of brashly as he does. It's still annoying. I mean, you're in a game for a million dollars. So it still it still annoys me. I mean, people have been up against far worse and still giving it their all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone's different. Everyone handles and has different capacities for things. I wonder if it's because it was his like third time playing as well. Like if it was his first or second, he would have given it like a little more fight. Mm-hmm. But then at this point, it's just like, well, it's another season of Survivor. I mean, he might just notice having been there, you know, having a real shot the first time. Yeah. Having a shot up until his vote out the, the second time. And this time he kind of realized, like, you know, when you're like playing any type of game that you've played a hundred times over before you can tell when you know you can be halfway through the game and know that oh i'm gonna lose yeah where i'm playing you know yeah it's like he can kind of tell potentially that oh i'm i'm gonna lose this one Mm -hmm. like i've i've been around the block i'm gonna lose there's not really a point here yeah which is frustrating because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he doesn't really give content yeah for you know his time with the heroes here he's kind of just throwing in the towel <laughs> he's just and there giving um giving the heroes reason to vote him out but that is why I do I do raise you you know, they I I still don't know if they would have voted out Candace because I would think that with Candace winning immunity, they would just try to vote out Colby. They That's would try true. to vote that one on Colby. Which is why I do lean more towards I think this was where they were like, Yeah, we just have to old yeller James. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Because what what stock does any of these people have in Colby? None. JT has gone fully to the I have completely betrayed Tom and Colby. Um, Amanda and James have no stock in Colby at all. Colby is not performing very well in the challenges. You know, what stock do any of them have in him? If anything, I think they have more stock in Candace. I mean, I think they're more poised to betray Candace. Colby has already been betrayed. But I I think the target, if they were really keen on keeping James, I think the target would have just shifted to Colby. 
That is true. That's true. I hope so. I hope so. For their sake, I hope so. For their fucking sake. Because the other thing is that, not for nothing, and I kind of have wanted to, to, I don't know, this point is a little... Because I don't, I don't know how much this is true, but it kind of felt like this season, James was a little bit of... I say I don't know how much is true because I don't know how much morale actually manifests into challenge performances ever because I personally have never been in like the team playing world. I've never been on like a very um, involved sports team. I've never been in that realm before. So I don't know how morale plays into like the modifier of things, but James was like a really big morale killer a lot of the time. Uh And I don't know how James would have meshed in that five, because after, I mean, we'll talk about it more next episode, but after James leaves and this five is left, they strike gold Uh in their challenge performance and their morale after James leaves. Is that a coincidence? It is is good. They are because James is half of the time. James is kind of just in not that great a mood. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, does that play into anything? Does that because then some of the times when you see the villains not succeeding, it's when they're you fighting. Know, there's dissension. It's when there's fighting. It's when there are cracks splitting up. I, I, I mean, I have a lot to talk about about that in a later episode. But oh, yeah, I think I think it's something to think about. Is you know, not only was James hurt, but I also think that James was kind of potentially a um kind of a a a mood just not good for the team just not great for not great for this particular team yeah and and where they were at this time in terms of like we just need to hunker down and win challenges because it's not clear if we're gonna merge and the spoiler they don't spoiler they don't the villains even in their dissension even in the fact that they are only voting out, um, you know, they're like stronger members for the most part, they're still beating us in challenges. Mm-hmm. So something to think about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, James goes. Yeah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Unlucky, but unlucky he does not make the merge his third time around nope worse and worse every time yeah 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 so the heroes are down (sighs) to five half of their team is down this is not the five i would have expected to be the final five the heroes Mm -mm. Mm -mm. we've got candace amanda rupert jt and colby what a weird wow 
I keep saying weird this episode, but it's just such a, it's that weird. Is a that's a group. That's a group. Like what in no way should they be all together? Nope. And Amanda's like, lost both of her Micronesia people from this team. Parvati's mm-hmm. still on the other team. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't wait to talk about that. Mm. Um, should we get to the villains team? I don't really have much else to say. I don't either. The villains do get to watch this entire council stuff in their faces with hot dogs. Yeah. This happens second. <laughs> Just going in reverse order, but it does. Oh yeah, that's so. But stupid. I I feel like because we have to talk about the villains one in a second because it's climactic. Because it's so good. It's to I mean to this day that villains vote is considered like one of the top ten votes. Mm-hmm. In the series. So where do we even start with this? Where okay, let me look. Because my this is like a. Oh, it starts. The day starts off with Rob doing the most logical thing and saying we're splitting the votes. Yep. Three on Parvati, three on Russell, guaranteed to work. Guaranteed yep. to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it starts. Full foolproof plan. Literally. Like, they all want Parvati gone. It'll tie three, three, three. Russell saves himself with the idol and then they just vote out Parvati on a revote. Or he doesn't. Or he doesn't. And then they vote out Parvati on the revote. And they vote out Parvati on the revote. Which is weird. I don't know why you wouldn't vote Russell with the idol in that situation, but whatever. These villains, listen, I love this. I love the Boston Rob-led villain alliance, but their hate boner for Parvati this season is so... (laughs) It's a little much. It's a little much. (laughs) It's I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, let's get a job. <laughs> get a job. Stay away from her. Get a job. Stay away from her. How about <laughs> hate the man? Hate the man. Yeah. I mean, they don't know him. They know him now. They've been living with him. <laughs> True. Courtney's called him a troll him. like five times already. Mm-hmm. So it's a foolproof plan. Nothing can go wrong. No one wants to flip on this because the thing is, is that even with some conflicting opinions around the camp, because the thing is, is that Boston Rob, Sandra, Courtney, and Tyson are four on lock. Coach is also on lock with that. Despite being knighted by Russell right now, coach is with them the person who is a little iffy is jerry but even then jerry is still at this point pretty anti-parvity yeah who i mean she refers to parvity as like poison in the game you know she She devil she devil jerry has been a parvity naysayer from the jump and vice versa like parvity has also not like (laughs) Jerry. They just both <laughs> she don't called jive. Jerry old. She called Jerry old. They just don't jive. Like their gameplays do not jive at all. And to Jerry's credit, I mean, she has caught on to what Parvati has been doing from the jump. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, it, it makes sense for Jerry's individual game to go along with this split vote plan. So this leaves Russell, Parvati, and Danielle just in their three. So the three of them are kind of just brooding on the beach, being like, what the hell are we going to do now? So you would think in any other season of Survivor, this is fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard from Tyson in a while. Oh, my God. What's Tyson thinking? Does anyone know what Tyson's thinking? Well, Tyson kind of thinks that Parvati's a bigger threat. Um, oh, my God. Wouldn't it be nice if Parvati could just go home? If Parvati just, like, went home. But but it should really be a 3-3-3 three, three, three split. It should really... But the split oh, Russell's, not... Russell's walking over here. I wonder what Russell has to say to me. Oh, you want you want me to come over here away from the camp? You want to talk to me about something? <laughs> Russell proceeds. Oh my god! To put on a complete fabricated act oh to Tyson. I I hate to do it. I feel so bad. But I just gotta let her go. Oh my god! I hate to do it, but I, I don't want to waste my idol. I gotta let the girl go. I'm I'm writing down poverty tonight. I think you should too. Red flag. Red oh, flag. Oh my god. Oh my god. Not picking up on this. Oh my god. It's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like it is un- unbelievable. Like this. Okay, this is the start of one of my favorite and very like lowest probability, zero probability conspiracy in Survivor. Uh huh. That the producers told um, Tyson. Boston Rob and the person who gets voted out after them, we will see later, that the game would be more exciting if they weren't there. So they would had to get voted out back to back to back. And then production would give them each a season to win. They gave Rob Redemption Island. Um, it's coach, by the way. I'm just going to say it. it's coach. Coach gets voted out pretty quick here. Um, coach South Pacific and Tyson Blood versus Water to win. And that's the conspiracy. Absolutely no way it happened, but it's like, it is so logic defying that it makes that make sense. I just, see, I don't think any of them would do it because I don't think any of them would give up their pride and egos for that million dollar season. I don't think any of them would do it. No, it's like for Russell. Mm-mm. For Russell, like if if a producer walked up to me and was like, "Okay, you have to throw your game for Russell, and like a couple re- years, we'll rig a season for you," <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck no!" For that thing, God. that thing. God. No, so I think the thing is, is that Tyson. Okay, so Tyson is arrogant. <laughs> um, oh yes, and a little bit naive in his first and unfortunately second go around. Um, He gets voted out due to, I mean, huge errors in judgment 
both of his first two times. And I mean, his first blind side is probably the most brutal of that season. Mm-hmm. Um, or like his, his blind side in his first season is probably the most brutal of that season because he just gets the wool completely pulled over his eyes because it's so easy because he's so arrogant and so confident. And then this time, I think it's just that confidence again. I mean, mm-hmm. he is. <sighs> I mean, I don't know what compelled him to believe Russell, though. My thing is, is do you think he was going to vote poverty anyway? No, I don't really. You think Russell convinced him? I think. I think he was, I don't think Russell convinced him, but I think it was like, he was like, like 45, 55. Yeah. And then Russell just gave him like 10% and was like, yeah, that 10% is like fine. Like the, it's 10%. What are you going to do about it? And then he's like, okay, whatever. Which is unfortunately good on Russell. Yeah. It's a good play. On yeah. Russell's part. Yeah. If anyone gets yeah. mad at me, I'll just blame it on Russell. Well. Yeah. So Tyson flips his fucking vote. His vote. He flips his vote and Russell gets up to play his idol and no. says, I think I'm going to use like this. Story. Not like this. And he gives it to a very shocked Parvati. Parvati and Danielle have no idea what the fuck is going on. Russell told Parvati that he was going to play his idol on her. But then he, like, almost didn't. It was a moment in time. The votes come in. <laughs> Rob's alliance is so fucking confused because there are four votes for Parvati. That are canceled. Two votes, Tyson. Two votes, Russell. Third vote, Tyson. Of course. Because you just fucking broke the foolproof plan where y'all were just... Oh my god. Uh, screams it's infuriatingly frustrating it's like I'm happy for Parvati because I love Parvati oh me too but it is it's maddening so 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 stupid because in what world because also just the individual play to be like Oh, I, I'm going to get out poverty now. Yeah. Like, why is that a concern? Why are you not just prioritizing flushing out the idol? Like, you had to you had to put in all this extra. Why are we making it this extra? Why are, why are we why are we adding more layers to the cake? We didn't have to, Tyson. You try you tried to play you tried to play cute. It didn't work. He damns his alliance <laughs> effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, By voting, he votes himself out 
Tyson votes himself out. Tyson allows a hole in the split vote, and uh, all uh, the votes from the plurality go on him. It's it's unreal. beautiful. It's beautiful. It's unreal. That's terrible. So Tyson is out. <laughs> his right, his exit Tyson. confessional. I'm still pretty awesome. I'm still pretty awesome. It's true. <laughs> it's true. He took it in good spirit. He did. Uh, can't wait to see some more Tyson. And he does say I shouldn't have trusted Russell. Yeah. I mean, no one should. I mean. Look at the material. Look at the material. Um, do you have anything else to say about this double vote? Mm. Well, two men die. Two men down. Death two men. Um, one of the stronger men from the villains goes home. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And the heroes lose their dead weight. So what does this say for the heroes? The uh, Because the villains lose a person good in the challenges and the Wait, the villains lose a person good in the challenges and the heroes lose a person bad in the challenges. Yep. I'm sure this won't affect anything that happens for the rest of the pre-merge. Mm-mm. I'm sure this won't have any effect on the challenge runs. Mm-mm. You get to move on to the next app. Mm-hmm. F- okay, so some fun trivia that I found on the wiki before we get into the meat of the episode. There was no footage from day 17 this season. Just nothing. Are you kidding me? Just nothing. They had day 18 or day 16, which was the reward. Nothing from 18 or 17. And then 18 was immunity and the vote. What happened on day 17? They just had nothing. What happened that made them delete all the footage? I have no idea. The villains had an orgy. (laughs) Shut up. Or maybe it was the heroes. Worse. (laughs) Worse. I I did not mean to do that. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, no so russell's little villain alliance russell parvati and danielle very happy with their little move Mm -hmm. very very happy the other villains are so fed up they're just (laughs) rolling their eyes in the shelter they're so mad they're so mad it's like I mean, I'd be kind of mad. So, okay, here's the thing. I'd be mad if I were them, and I'd be happy if I were the other villains. Like, mm-hmm. I, I understand both reactions. Yeah. It's just funny. It's good TV. It's good TV. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Let them have their moment. It's mm-hmm. Let them have their moment. It's cute. It's camp. Have your fucking moment. Have your moment because you're not gonna have many more. <laughs> oh. Um 
Jerry is um Jerry seeing the joy. Jerry seeing the joy. And she's like, I want that. <laughs> she's like, I want a man who will play an idol on me. I mean, as much as I hate the move, it kind of works for Jerry. See, this is the problem. Because this move is the best thing that can happen for Russell. Mm-hmm. Because this this is this this is the beginning of the end. Yep. Because not only is Tyson taken out, but Jerry sees this move and starts to fall for Jerry starts to fall for the tricks. Fall for the tricks. But I don't I don't say that Jerry completely falls for the tricks because some of this is in Jerry's best interest. I think no, I think as much as it's kind of a questionable move, I think it works out really, really well for Jerry in the end. I think it's important to understand that Jerry is so basically I mean Jerry is deciding between the alliances at this point mm-hmm. she's deciding between Rob, Sandra and Courtney, Russell, Parvati and Danielle and she saw something that she wants in an ally and that is an ally putting their neck on the line for another ally and she doesn't see the other, she doesn't see Boston Rob's trio doing that. Yeah. And she sees the other trio as something that can get her ahead, specifically Russell. She sees that Russell can just be a mover and a shaker that gets her further in the game mm-hmm. over the other three. And she I, thinks that the loyalty is there, and it's it's not entirely incorrect. I mean, the one of the most loyal things you can do, even if there are ulterior motives, I mean, it's actions. Yeah, playing an idol on another person while you are not immune is one of the most loyal things you can do in the game. Huge. Especially when you know you're a target. Yep. Like he knew he was getting votes. And he he did it anyway. And he absolutely could have gone home. Mm -hmm. If Tyson had three brain cells instead of one, he would have gone home because of that. Yep. And we would have been Colin Russell, the one that was stupid, but he did it partially out of loyalty mm-hmm. and ulterior motives. I mean, everything Russell does has ulterior motives. But loyalty. But loyalty, because he's loyal to that core pot of people. And Jerry is recognizing, oh, this man plays with a core pot of people, and he does anything to get that core pot of people ahead. Mm-hmm. Which and Those people are very highly prioritized. If you've watched Samoa, that's exactly how he made it to the end the first time. Yep. 
He had, he intentionally whittled his team down through a whole bunch of challenges, got his core four people, made it all the way to final five and only broke that because the other person was immune. Yep. And he, he's very good at what he does to maneuver his group through the game. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very good at moving and shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, did the ends justify the means? We'll see. We'll um, see. <laughs> however, GBA. Jerry is recognizing something. Is her judgment flawed at different points? Yes, because I, I, I would say so, because I think she also... The thing is, is that Coach and Jerry's kind of, I call this their breakup conversation. <laughs> this, the, this, this was a bad day for Coach and Jerry, Coach X, Jerry stands. Jerry. Because, I mean, Coach is also raising good points. I mean, you're going with a guy who is very like that. <laughs> he's yeah, super polarizing it's russell i'm you're going with the survivor super villain but that's the risk isn't it is like you're playing with one of the biggest fires in the game however if you get close enough you know the closest will get burned that's the thing but the closer you are to russell the less he the less his fire burns, the closer you are to him. His fire burns more on the outside of the radius around him. Mm-hmm. But once you get through that, he keeps you closer. Yeah. And I don't know if you can visualize that. That was a weird. It's a ring. A it's pet. a ring of fire. It's a ring of fire. It's a ring of fire. And in, in the ring, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But to get in there, it's a huge risk because you are leaping into something potentially very deadly. And you never know, you never know if you're in the ring or out of the ring and it can change. It can change because he can change how he feels about you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be, you kind of have to be like, yes, sir. In that Alliance, you know, It's almost kind of like a job. Yeah. Um, Parvati has been putting on an act in this alliance. Yes. Uh, Danielle, not so much. I think Danielle is actually (laughs) kind of into it. (laughs) Yeah. But she's also closer to Parvati. That's a different storyline. for. Yeah, we'll get there. Parvati Parvati has very much been putting on an act to survive this team to go with Russell and I think Jerry is kind of prepared for this kind of yes sir get in line I I know that Russell can be bad news but I'm going to go with him mm-hmm. coach doesn't like that coach of course raises good points but this is a very big pro and con situation yeah it's one of I feel like this is one of the more or the less clear-cut moves in the series yeah, this like, is a really big question mark. Like, if Jerry goes the other way, she could totally still go far. Yeah. But it would be such a different season. It'd be a very different season. And I think because that's... 
that's survivor sim one day go through jerry doesn't flip because there i think there are some people who just wouldn't be able to go with russell Mm -hmm. it just depends on who you are there are some people who are able to do it and there are some people who just aren't built for it but it's fine either way yeah and it's not just russell it's it kind of comes down to what kind of ally are you willing to be Mm -hmm. and you know it's kind of like how these alliances shake out to be you know rob's alliance is an alliance that is not willing to kind of sell their soul Mm -hmm. to a person not not saying that parvati and danielle are necessarily selling their souls but it gives off a perception that they are kind of you know bowing a little bit to a person yeah whereas you know an alliance like russell's is one that is okay with kind of being this unit of people that kind of just stay in line do what has to be done and moves forward and they don't really care what their perception is yeah but they're a very effective um one moment Mm. um no i feel like all of that and i feel like it comes down to just the other alliance just being more even like they're all like even though there are like people on the top and people on the bottom like it's rob's alliance and whatever it feels like they're more treated like they all treat each other equally instead of having that central figure of russell and it's like like you see sandra and rob are definitely like equal parts um and then Sandra and Courtney are also pretty equal parts, pretty equal. And I almost feel like that's kind of why Coach didn't quite fit in because it was like he needs to be below people in the mm-hmm. totem pole. And so just like when everyone's equal or like equal, quote unquote, he doesn't have anyone above him telling him yes. So mm-hmm. that's my circle back to Coach. But but yeah. Yeah, there's two very different conflicting ideologies on this team. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I think there's validity to both alliance member. I mean, Russell's annoying, but like, I mean, there's, valid- there's validity, I think, to what Parvati is doing for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. She was a target from day one. This was her way of surviving the target. And she is surviving the target. She is at, she just survived this council. She's at final 13 out of 20. She is one of the first, definitely the first that we've seen on this watch. The first person to play really well, both from the top of the game and from the bottom of the game which is yeah. very fun to see, very fun to watch. Um, yeah, because she knows exactly how to adapt because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't think anyone should be able to blame her for being with Russell, but of course you see, the again, I love the alliance, but that alliance of Rob, Sandra, and Courtney get annoyed that she's with Russell but then it's like, well, what, what other else was she going to do? There yeah. was no other 
option. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all have been trying to vote her out from the instant you saw her. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't, like, she, Courtney says, like, she'll flirt with anyone who walks, anything that walks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, of course she's going to flirt with the person when everyone else said, no, don't flirt with me. She's like, okay, well, I need to flirt with someone. I mean, they kind of set up like like, Parvati's perfect, like, uh, what what would we call it? Perfect um, origin story. Yeah. (laughs) In this season, they like relegated her to the bottom. They, you know, they relegated her to the bottom on a team where there is a very cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs <laughs> madman strategist who is seeking girls in your area <laughs> and they Likes know to play from the bottom. she will flirt with anyone who walks mm-hmm. for strategic purposes. And you know he likes to play from the bottom Mm-hmm. They set up her origin story. They have no one else to blame but themselves. Yeah. For being like, oh, poverty's a threat. We have to go. Mm-hmm. Which again, I'm always going to say from the jump, you're all threats. I don't you're care. all threats. You're all threats, and you voted out Randy Bailey first. Arguably the person who was maybe the least threatening on that entire team. Oh, for sure. So I I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. I, I don't wanna hear. I'm sorry. I don't wanna hear it. Loser. 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 The only time I'll ever say that about Sandra or Courtney. <laughs> yeah, true, real. Rob, it, Rob will get it. Rob gets his time. Rob will get it. But it's like y'all kind of y'all kind of manifested this destiny, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's kind of the self-fulfilling prophecy of like, yeah. oh, poverty's a threat. We have to take her out. And it's like, well, she wasn't really a threat in the beginning. Y'all could have. Y'all could have worked with her. Y'all could have been equals with her. But no, you kind of turned her like, into this growing monster with Russell. Like, Russell, Parvati, and Danielle are kind of growing into this three-headed monster. Like, I'm, I'm going to ask a very fair question. What did Parvati do that Rob didn't do besides get that last jury vote? Be a woman. See? 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 Like, I'm tired. I mean, you saw it from the jump, too. I mean, you know, I joked about it in the premiere, but, like, I mean, there was absolutely truth to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Jeff villainized women empowerment. like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring it back. We could have villainized. He could have talked about anyone else mm-hmm. being a villain on that team. And it's like, poverty just gets put in this box. Parvati gets compartmentalized mm-hmm. all of the time to the point where she's in what, like the top five, like most like referred to people by applicants for like, who are you going to play as? It's like Parvati. It's like, she's just a person. Like that's just a woman yeah. who exists. It's like, why are there so many like, identifiers that circle around her like just let her be a woman just let her exist literally it's back to the like jeff anti-woman empowerment it's like why does why do 
Amanda and Sari get to do the same thing, but not win. But then Parvati, who does the same thing and wins, why are two of them heroes and Parvati's the villain? And Parvati's the villain. Like they all did, they all did the same thing up until that very last vote, pretty much. And Parvati gets the focus as the villain, but Boston Rock, I mean, this is just one example of the double standards and we're going on a huge tangent, but I think it's That's very fine. important. That's fine. We've one. been going quick. But Boston Rob, I mean, effectively, you know, he gets painted as a hero this season and I like the story arc that he goes on this season. Mm-hmm. But he, I mean, he cultivated one of the most... I wouldn't even say bitter. I was just one of the most angry and hurt juries mm-hmm. ever. Ever. His second season, he went like he, there were just people who were hurt and never wanted to talk to him again. And they are like a couple of self righteous people on the jury, yes. But like, I mean, but still, but still to have people just like not want to talk to you again, to have like people, the entire jury, the entire jury just did not want to see that man again. For the like, most part. Yeah. It's like, so, but why is he the hero? Oh, because the woman next to him won. Yeah. Who was seen as not making as many moves. And that's to this day. Most people think that she shouldn't have won. Jury management. Two, two yeah. things that you need to win Survivor. Make it to the end. Get the jury votes. So yeah, real poverty is going to be demonized. Mm-hmm. Poverty is going to be put in this box, and it it's going to people's people who put her in the box are going to have their biases confirmed when she acts in the way that they expect her to act because mm-hmm. they've cornered her and she's going to have to do scrappy things to get out of that corner. Yep. And when she does the scrappy thing, they're going to go, oh, you're exactly the, the player I thought you were. Mm-hmm. You're the flirt. You're the villain. You're, you're, the, you're the person I, I knew you were from Micronesia. You're the person I knew you were from Cook Islands. Yep. And it's like, okay. <laughs> All right. Pop if off. she got to be that girl, then she got to be that girl. So... Oh, so you want me to be the villain? You want me to be the villain? So it's not the best judgment calls from that alliance. Mm-mm. But, I mean, poverty is the one <laughs> thriving now. So, do you have anything else to say about that? I don't. Because um, we haven't even gotten to the reward challenge yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, okay, the thing is, though, if we talk about the challenges, I don't have much to say else about the strategy. Because the heroes are boring. Like, Rupert's just being anti-strategy, but what's new? This is going to sound awful. I don't remember what the heroes talked about. And that speaks to how interesting the villains are and how (laughs) zombified the heroes are. The heroes are so boring from this moment the villain the heroes don't get more interesting from from here like this the the heroes have peaked Sari, james and sugar have gone home and it shows yeah it's over it's over it's canceled 
<laughs> like the people with personalities oh. went home. Mm-mm. Rupert's anti-strategy. I don't remember what he was saying, but I remember <laughs> writing down Rupert is anti-strategy. And like, am I wrong? I mean, the five of them are there. Oh, I remember what it was because Amanda, Candace got the clue at their reward after they flattened the villains in the uh, reward challenge. The heroes go off. They have a thing. Candace finds a clue and like she starts reading it and Rupert gets super pressed about this clue because like they're like, no, let's just save it. And then like Amanda goes to read it like they're going to share it with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like that's established. But Rupert is like, why couldn't we just be out of the game for an hour? Why did we have to bring the game back into our reward? It's Rupert being Rupert. It's Rupert being Rupert. And it feels as if he... It's almost like they were on a cloud and then it just got popped. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, oh, we have our fantastic five. Only one reward and now there's an idol clue. Whatever. Get over Who- it. But there is an idol clue, mm-hmm. and everyone knows about the idol clue. Very excited to see what happens with that because it is big. I wonder if anyone will find it. Ah, <gasps> hmm. Probably not. Anyways, that's for next week. It is an exciting development. Um. Oh, I said we weren't going to have much much other dynamic stuff to talk about there's a very big thing so they do the immunity challenge which is like running on a trampoline and then a puzzle i think i don't know it was weird courtney snaps in half on the trampoline (laughs) courtney snaps in half i have never seen her run so fast in my life either i haven't seen her move she when she wasn't falling down she was sprinting she was them long legs. Mm-hmm. It good for her. But then they lose. They get back to camp. And Rob goes, Hey Russell, who should go? And Russell goes, one of the M2. And one just points. And Rob's like, Courtney and Sandra are sitting right there. And Rob's like, You mean them? I'm like right there? Like, what do you think about that, Courtney and Sandra? Like it it was weird. It was weird because Russell's a dick. It's, uh, I can't, I can't stand that man. It's speak no social fact. They do this. This do- sequence does give us the clip of Sandra face planting into that dune, <laughs> which, if for no other reason than getting that little like four second clip, I'm happy. It's just them talking about how bad Sandra is at anything <laughs> physical and she just fucking falls into a sand dune. <laughs> it's so funny. Poor Sandra and Courtney, they can't do anything physical <laughs> at all. Uh, it's not their fault. It's not. But... <sighs> We see that the the target is on Courtney. 
for being weak. Mm-hmm. But coach is feeling. Co- coach, coach is, is losing there, it. Though. Coach is losing it. Coach is losing his mind more than usual. So coach, coach is like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. He, yeah, if if it's Courtney, um, I'll do it. And they're like, oh, coach is with us. Sweet. So we have enough to do Boston Rob. And he's like, um, 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 um. Well, I'll I'll be with you guys. <laughs> if it's Courtney. And then the villains are like, specifically Danielle. It's the first time she's spoken. <laughs> A couple episodes. It's the her- first time I've heard her voice since this sucks. <laughs> or when she got in that one fight with Sandra, I don't think we covered that one. She was like, again, that's not what we said. <laughs> no, we did not talk about that. Danielle has just been giving off angry biker vibes for a few episodes now a while i I just feel like she would be on a motorcycle yeah and be angry at me um but she she's like getting down and dirty with coach she's like she's like but why wouldn't you just do it now why wouldn't you just vote out boston rob now yeah you take the shot I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> if you don't fucking vote Boston Rob, I'll kill your family. <laughs> enemy. Put her on the enemies. <laughs> Put her on the enemies. <laughs> I pushed over Aris on the last day of Panama. <laughs> tried to get him out right there. I tried to get him out right there. I have mob connections. I feel like she would be on that. What is that show? Mob Wives with Big. Mob An- wives. Oh, Big Ange is dead. Rip, rip. I'm sorry, Big Ange. Rest in peace. I, I was thinking about Pearl. Yep. Yep. Excited. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Coach starts um, losing his mind because he's like, "Wait a second, I promised." two people two separate things oh i <laughs> look i bet around. you're wondering how i got myself into the situation <laughs> he he still has no clue why he's on the villains team he still has no clue it's it's almost like it's almost like the it like russell poverty danielle they're like they're like the the bad popular kids that like your your parents warned you about and like the the other kids in the in the cafeteria like warned you not to sit with mm-hmm. and it's like they literally told him to vote up Boston Rob and there's the record scratch and like I don't know like <laughs> like Jeff Probst I imagine Jeff Probst walking onto the beach while everyone is frozen in time and Jeff Probst is like wow Looks like Coach is in a pretty big pickle. <laughs> Let's see what he does next. Because <laughs> he just, he just, pro- the man who says, oh, I never break promises. Has to break, Stop. Has, has to break a promise. Stop. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Dummy, because now his, his good, his, uh, his his good friend, his good pal, Jerry, Jerry from the friend zone, is is sitting at the popular kids' table. 
I kind of have a theory, maybe not a theory, but just some more, some more thoughts. Um, as we were talking about like Boston Rob in all stars, mm-hmm. um, I remember a note that I made and I wonder if one of the reasons that Jerry was so quick to like flip on him is because he was pretty much the reason she left in all stars. I mean, they had a little bit of a discussion about that. Yeah. They have a discussion where Boston Rob is like, I know it's hard for you to trust me, mm-hmm. but in the situation, like logically, you know, you can trust me. Like I'm, my back is up against the wall. Like I have nothing else to give you. Like this is, yeah. this is just me like pleading. Yeah. And he was like, the the time that the times that you can trust a person the, the most is when their back is up against a wall. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I know that, but like, uh, I'm with these guys. Because <laughs> for context, because we've never really talked about it on the podcast, I don't think. Um, in All Stars, there was a really weird swap where Rob and Amber Ramber, Rob and Amber specifically got swapped to the other team. She was the only person to change teams. She just won little boop over. And then that team lost. And at the immunity challenge, Boston Rob like begs the other team, like save Amber. And it's an all-star season. So they were all friends and they're like, okay. And then they voted out Jerry. And now we're here. Boston Rob started the alternate universe. Mm-hmm. And in, in the original universe, Boston Rob and Jerry get married. Oh, that's scary. And their ship name is Job. <laughs> job. <laughs> Boston Job. <laughs> Boston Job. Boston Job. Uh. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> why, why would his name be? Why would his name be Boston Job? Their name would be Boston Job. Their name would be Boston Job. Their name would be Boston Job. Manny or Manthe in Boston. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Amber would be on Villains this season because mm-hmm. she would have cursed out that entire she would she would have gotten booed off the stage (laughs) (laughs) she was she would have been at that reunion like rob i loved you (laughs) and everyone's like boo the crowd boos (laughs) get off the stage in this reality jerry's a hero in this reality jerry's in my reality jerry in my reality jerry's a hero um, but anyway, yeah, Jerry is probably also like, yeah, fuck Boston Rob. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jerry, best three season story arc. I will die on that hill. Yes. Um, so it's quite clear that there are four locked votes on Boston Rob. Um, not Courtney anymore. Boston mm-hmm. Rob. Boston Rob, yeah. solid. The man who's been carrying the team through a good portion of the challenges that they can win Mm -hmm. um so you would think oh 
four votes solid against Russell. Four. Mm-hmm. Four on four. Four on four. Or if they want to get spicy, maybe against someone else to draw rocks, but probably Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, they don't get far enough down this rabbit hole. They don't because coach has commitment issues. Coach. Coach said, well, I only promised to not vote against you, so I won't. Yeah. Coach said, well, I can't vote Russell. Can't vote Parvati. Can't vote. And he gets um, he gets mad at council. He does. Mad. He's he he like vaguely signals that they should still vote out Courtney, which I think was an act. Mm-hmm. I think that he was kind of trying to do this weird reverse psychology thing where he was bear with me, where he was trying to like still be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm seriously voting Courtney because I think challenge strength is the important thing. But the challenge strength thing was just a cover up for the fact that he could not commit. Yeah. It was totally, it was totally, and no one bought it. Mm-mm. No one Not bought one it. one person. Because who goes home? Boston Rob. Boston Rob. Four to three to one. Oof. Oof is right. Coach, coach, coach. Jerry and coach are the undoing of Boston Rob. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I mean, Rob calls him a little man on his way out. You're a little man. (laughs) I don't get... Coach, I don't get it. Coach, I don't get it. Coach, I don't get it. You know, it's... (laughs) After so much of Coach talking up to Boston Rob and telling Rob how much he admires him and all of this stuff. There's nothing to show for it. Mm-mm. What, you didn't want to go to rocks? The other absolutely wild thing to me is that he doesn't commit to Russell's alliance Mm-mm. with Harry. He doesn't commit to anything. No, literally Nothing. Nothing. He continues to be a floater. Like, I think if he commits, he votes out Rob right then and there, what happens next episode probably doesn't happen. Yep. And I mean, we'll talk about that, but but it has immediate repercussions. Dude, just vote out Rob. I think, I almost think that Rob would have respected coach maybe a, a modicum more. Yeah, oh, for if, sure. If Coach had actually, with his whole chest, just written down Rob at that council. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we Rob knows he's Rob's not like delusional about his position. Yeah. Like he know he's lost. He knows he's lost Jerry. Yep. Like he's getting for best he can hope for is rocks and. If you're not like if you're not giving him rocks, you're condemning him. So just condemn him. Just condemn him. Like. And the 
the thing is, is that he also knows that Russell is trigger happy and brazen enough and quite frankly stupid enough to vote out the person who is performing best at the challenges on the team. Mm-hmm. Because they were so quick, like Russell and Daniel specifically were so quick to just be like, yeah, Rob's out of here. Like yeah. he's we just do him now. Yep. I mean, partially they think that a merge is coming. It's not. <laughs> um, Russell Russell just played in a season where a merge came right now. Yeah. So, but that was also the first time a merge came at 12. I so. am the king of Survivor. <laughs> so yeah, spoiler, we don't merge next episode. We don't. The episode is literally called Expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, your do you have anything left to say about episode seven other than i mean one of the one of the main characters of the season goes home Mm -hmm. um sandra and courtney are the ones left of that alliance who between them sandra has three confessionals and i think courtney has three confessionals six confessionals there are six confessionals between these two women. That's not to say that they are, I would say, inherently getting the standard purple edit. It's not like they are not shown at camp. We've seen Sandra in conversations. She's gotten funny one-liners. Same with mm-hmm. Courtney. Like, they exist. They're people. Yeah. We know where they are. We know where they stand. We know mainly their thoughts. Um, but they've really been Rob's posse up to mm-hmm. this point. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see what they scrounge together next episode because we mm-hmm. are going to be hearing from them. And we know Sandra it. Scrappy. We watched Sandra. Oh, we know. Work. Scrappy. We're going to be seeing it next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Scrappy Sandra back. And the only way I can describe next episode with Boston Rob (laughs) the only way I can describe it and this is exactly what I was thinking when I was watching it the team the vibe at camp and I never feel this way any other time during the entire series but I think it's just because it's Russell Mm-hmm. and who he is and it's who's on the bottom it feels like post-apocalyptic yes <laughs> yeah like there's no hope <laughs> the, the evil person is in charge Ned Stark just got beheaded mm-hmm. at the end of season one mm-hmm. it's bad it what the hell now? Uh, be like, there is no District Twelve. There, <laughs> there is no. Just this is the most like. It's just there's a pile of rubble, and Russell Parvati, Danielle are just sitting on top of it, and Jerry is just like fanning herself. <laughs> off to the side and it's like what oh the hell 
going to do. Next. It's so bad. It's, like it's a kingdom. It's not like it's a. It's a crater. The villains. <laughs> the villains are. It's dysfunctional. There's no challenge strength. There's nothing going on. There, bad shelter. Bad at challenges. Russell has exactly what he wants, though. Mm-hmm. He got exactly what he wanted again. It's, it's post. It's post-apocalyptic Kotor. <laughs> I honestly cannot wait to watch because this downfall of the villains is one of my favorite like four episode runs. Yeah. And and Rob was the last bastion of hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For fucking anything. And now it's just can Sandra and Courtney survive <laughs> a post-Rob villains team? Oh. That's really what it is. It's crazy. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited to watch. I'm very excited for these next four episodes. Me fucking too. Oh. The heroes just continue to kind of have a party. Exist. Exist. They exist. They live on a beach. They exist. I don't think I've said JT's name once this episode. Maybe once. JT, yeah. Eh. Eh. Eh, whatever. Anyways, do you want to get into MVP, LVP, and Fave Moment? Absolutely. Can I go first? Since yes. Got- awesome. Please okay. do. I have to think for a moment. Okay. I think my MVP for this episode, I'm going to give it to this one. Again, this isn't like this season is so wild because there's no one giving consistently fantastic gameplay, even mm-hmm. up to this point in the season. Mm-hmm. It's kind of all over the place. <laughs> but just yeah. for the moments that she had and for, for agency, I'm going to give my MVP to Jerry. Um Not for Jerry. Because she made a move for herself. Mm-hmm. In spite of, you know, in spite of the people in her corner, like Coach, you know, arguing against it, Jerry still said, no, this is the thing that I think is best for me. And she logically thought through all of it and she went with it. And I have to give her points for that because you could tell how huge of a decision this was for her mm-hmm. and I think after two go rounds where I mean you know her first season was the second season strategy wasn't super nuanced yet and then in all stars you know she was finally coming into her own but it got snubbed out you know earlier than expected I think if that doesn't happen to her she goes a little deeper in all stars Mm-hmm. And this is the season where she's playing in the era where strategy is really revving the fuck up. Yes. And she's she she's keeping up. So mm-hmm. I'm happy for Jerry. My yes. LVP. My LVP. Who am I giving my LVP to? Mm. Mm. I'm 
sorry to say the person who annoyed me the most this time around was coach. <laughs> it's coach. <laughs> Real. It just just for not writing Rob's name down. Real. Just write his name down. I think he wanted you to write his name down. Mm-hmm. And my favorite moment. Ta-da. Favorite moment. Mm. There were a lot of very interesting moments. Get back to me on that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so my MVP, I feel like you can't really give any MVP to another villain at this point. No. Like you just can't. So I'm going to give my MVP to someone who also showed, wasn't shown a whole lot, but showed, showed some good agency. Um, and that person is Amanda mm. on the hero team. Um, I feel like she's kind of, I don't think there's any scenario that she doesn't make it through these couple episodes bar like an idol. And even then, I don't even think she'd be the target for an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she just very solid gameplay. We've come to expect this from early game Amanda. She just knows how to get to the merge. She knows how to get to a merge. Yeah. Amanda's going to do one thing. It's make the merge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give my LVP. I, I got to give it to Tyson just for oh. sheer stupidity. I love you, Tyson, but you can't get away with that. You can't yeah. get away with that. It's true. <laughs> you can't get away with that. It's just too much. It is. <laughs> um, we're going to see more of Tyson, though. In just mm-hmm. next season, actually, we're going to see some more Tyson. We will. Um, and he'll be getting, I think, a lot fewer LVPs and a lot more MVPs. So... I'm excited for that journey for Tyson, but this week, definitely my LVP. Um, do you have your fave moment or do you want me to go for mine? You could do yours first. Okay. I think my fave moment is just the four second clip of Sandra falling on her face. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I love Sandra so much. So it's like, I love any Sandra content and it's just so funny. Like, it's just so funny with it the is. words in the background, it makes a great GIF. It's just, it's just classic. It's short, sweet, just a little Twitter it, reaction. Like you're good. It's just a good moment for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite moment is going to be Amanda prancing over to James <laughs> for um, the prancery of it all. <laughs> the prancery. Um, yeah, so next week we will be continuing on watching episodes 8, 9, 10, and 11. So four more episodes. Um, spoiler, 
they have made the jury. So even though they aren't vote, aren't merging yet, these will be the 12 people we see every week through the rest of the season. So snaps for that. We're stuck with Russell. We're stuck with Russell. Uh, we are stuck with Russell. Next next week, we are stuck with Russell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. These episodes are very fun. I'm very excited to watch. Um, I think some more of the team will be back next week. So very excited for them to be back as well. Mm-hmm. But the team has been busy. So mm-hmm. the it's, it is final season and it, it shows. It shows. Um, but for now, thank you so much for listening. And it is time for you to bring us your torch.